Welcome to the Sacred Self. So my name is Yasima Diamond Rose. I'm the Divine Channel and author of The Truth Trauma, CEO of the Trauma Sanctuary, the online platform sacredtemple.co.uk as well as yasimarose.co.uk and I help women come home to love. And after going through massive adversity in witnessing, you know, and hearing back through previous podcasts, Rather than being ashamed and um, removing them from our platform, I'm standing in my own and owning all of it. It's been a very messy time. Um, and it's funny because if you don't know much about my story, I am a 30-year-old woman and I speak about how my path of unhealed trauma in my childhood spiralled me into a dysfunctional adulthood. And I share my journey of the adversity I faced and the pain that called me to heal that so that I could create a new reality. And this is never something that I would have asked for myself, but they say our soul chose this for us and we came here for this purpose and I trust in that calling. And it's funny, I sat and had a conversation with my mum in which we spoke of the last 10 years of everything we've been through and I realized how much I was allowing the outside world to strip me of my true divinity because of their misunderstanding of who I am at my core and when I sat down and spoke to my mum and we really dug deep in all the adversity we've had to go through and how I feel like we're entering this new era I thought, how how can I judge myself? Rather than projecting onto the outside world, how could I actually judge myself for how I handled those things? So let me just bring you back a little bit. Um, and please know I am not these experiences. They are a part of my journey that helped me become the soul that I am today. However, I do not in any way undervalue that these were for these were extremely um challenging and painful experiences because I won't take the away from me you know how traumatic um these experiences have been so it was just after my 20th and um the closest thing I had to a father took his own life he committed suicide and for some reason it spiralled a catalyst of events so I don't think that I was fully equipped for this and I was a young 20 year old I wasn't equipped to handle this adversity you know I'd had a lot of tragedy in my childhood already where previously my mum tried to take her own life when I was younger and I always like have had to face such adversity from a child you know I was a victim of sexual abuse and I say that not through the lens of victim consciousness but stating it what it is I had a father who was mentally challenged his mother was schizophrenic and she took her own life and my lineage was pretty much surrounded by a lot of pain Um, there was a lot of challenges that we were faced through my ancestral and I don't think that I was ever fully equipped to cope with it and my answer at the time because I didn't really know what else to do because this is what I was conditioned 
was to just seek the answer in a relation. So I was in actually a relation that after I had found out my stepfather committed suicide, and I say my stepfather, but to me, he's my father as my soul. So that's my truth. After I found out he took his own life, um, I found out that the man I was with at the time was cheating. And, you know, it is what it is. This isn't to put the blame on anyone. This is me just saying what happened. And this is something that I unveiled in my book, The Truth of Trauma, available on Amazon, is that I received the blame for not emotionally being there for him when that happened. And I thought it was my fault that he cheated on me. And, oh my gosh, my mum and I sat down and we really went into our lineage. And it actually upsets me because of the level of crippling low self-esteem. It actually, like, I feel so much for my former self. And I just want to hold her and just no judgment absolutely no judgment but we sat down and we seen these patterns play out and we spoke about them now that they've passed and we just thought oh my gosh like you know it's been playing out for lifetimes and I went on to get married and I thought you know this was gonna make everything okay but it was like I sold my soul and that's the only way I can say it um because I didn't know, I, I just didn't know another way. I was heavily conditioned from a young age, so many things. You know, I was exposed to a paedophile from the age of two. My body should not have been exposed to that at such a young age. I had no boundaries because, well, the adult in my life that was supposed to teach me them crossed them by sexually using me for his own pleasure and as a child that's not something you should be exposed to before you've even gone into adolescence you know and there was just so a catalyst of things that happened that just spiraled my life out of control and I have so much compassion for myself because I've spent my whole life looking back at who I used to be, running away in shame because of other people's projections, because of how they saw me, the lens they witnessed me through because they did not understand my journey. And unconsciously, I've been carrying that most of my life. Whereas living in this catalyst of being ashamed of who I am. I was ashamed that I was sexually giving myself to men because I didn't know I could say no. I was not taught that I could say no to a man. You know, I was told that my mother would get hurt if 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 I did these things. And I'm sorry this is it, this is extremely triggering and if someone has gone through this and they're not yet healed, you know, I take accountability, but if we don't say it as it is, we're not actually honouring our truth. You know, I spent my whole life masking and trying to fluff up my path, which was actually dishonouring my journey. I wasn't honouring the truth of it. And 
I've seen so many things and you know I've gone through a huge transformative experience in the year of 2022 a few things you know unveiled that I was going through an eviction I was going through the end of a divorce you know all these things were happening and I had PTSD I was healing the womb I had so many things happening and I put my I allowed excuse me because I take full responsibility for self I allowed life to put me in a corner because they could not love me for what I was going through. And I witnessed, and I sat down here the other night, and this is when I had this conversation with my mum, and I said, you know what, I'm so tired of people not witnessing me through the lens of truth, because of what I went through. You do not know the demons I had to face. And this goes for all of us. How quick are we to place labels on onto experiences we know nothing about and that's what birthed my empathy this is what birthed my purpose was I'm so passionate now and standing for those that don't have a voice you know all those that have been put in that corner because that's what happened to me my whole life I was constantly backed in a corner everybody judged me I was a slut I was a whore Everybody slut shamed me as a child because I was a, a a victim of a paedophile and I didn't know what was right from wrong. And I carried these things out my whole life and I said, why does life hate me so much? Why is life against me? You know, why is it that people just don't see me? Why am I like not seen? I know in my heart like I am God's child, I am so loved, I know this is my truth, but why are people treating me otherwise, and I've had to live with that most of my life, it was passed down through my lineage, and it's a pain that, and it's a wound that's been passed down from my mother, and I can only have compassion and empathy that she's had to go through that experience, and it's been passed on for me to end that cycle of trauma, you know, how can I not have compassion, how can I not empathize with that, how can I not when you live your whole life thinking the world hates you because of how they're treating you and you can sit and say yeah love yourself you're enough that's great but when you have people coming at you left right and set and center at all angles they want to ruin and absolutely destroy your soul which has been a catalyst experience for me how do you tolerate that it's been passed down through my lineage and I sat here with my mom and I thought you know, we were constantly attacked, you know, as a black sheep, because we're not like them. We came here to experience a different dharma. We came here to experience a duality of life. And how can people keep shunning us when all we did was do our best to survive? I remember the grief when my mum found her partner after he took his own life. I remember that pain. And it wasn't long after then she tried to take her own life. And I'm like, how can people attack people when they're in the midst of trying to breathe and that's what I felt like over the last few years I was trying to breathe I was trying to get a break I was just felt like I was being consumed and I was just like just let me heal just let me heal
And, you know, they say it's out of our greatest adversity comes our greatest treasure. And I am so blessed, so blessed. And I love and I devote myself to self because I love my willingness to transmute all of these experiences into the light. I don't sit and feel sorry for myself. I transmute it and I become the change because of it. And I admire every single bone in my body because of the woman I am. I admire everything about me for turning and alchemizing my pain into gold. I am such a soul. And these experiences have really taught me, wow, like, look at you. Like, I feel like it's the first time I can truly see who I am. Like, not through the lens of judgment, shame, but awe, absolute awe. And I tell you something, I would rather walk alone with the fire blazing behind me than walk with the shit who want to bring people down because they can't handle the flame that burns within. And I've had to really honour the truth in a lot of experiences because sometimes people just aren't of love. And you can't blind spot the truth. And I could easily mask the people who hugely traumatised me as a young girl. Who would pull down my top, pull up my skirt, take pictures and put them all over online. Men who hold, or boyfriends of friends that held me down to use me sexually. And then to throw rocks at me. And spit in my face. Some people are just vile. And I won't protect the truth. I spent my whole life protecting the darkness. And I won't stand for it anymore. I will not protect those who betrayed me. I will not protect the absolute vile level of disgust within humanity. And I tell you one thing, I will not put myself in a box because of what someone else chose to do. I will not be ashamed. I will not live cowarding in fear. I will not think less of myself. I certainly will not see me through the lens of low self-esteem. What these people did is on them. It has nothing to do with me as a human being. And for the first time, I just come to a point in my life, I'm like, none of this had anything to do with me. And that's when I really sat down and I had this conversation. I just thought, I, I feel like it's all come to an end. Finally, the pain of my 20s has passed. I lost my stepfather to suicide. I ended up fighting for my life in a toxic marriage. I used to cry myself screaming to sleep. I lost my nan to Alzheimer's. My father, after 12 years, popped up out of nowhere in my life. I lost family after family. They just kept passing away and eventually there was nothing left. 
the last part of me that broke down was the marriage I was in. My whole life fell apart. It was 10 years of loss after loss after loss and complete loneliness where I wasn't connected to the people I love. And I'm blessed that I've been able to spend the last few years turning that around, even while still going through it, and coming back to some sort of union within what was left of my life. There was nothing left. And I spent every waking day feeling shit about who I am as a human being because of other people's judgments of me. Look at her. You don't fucking know me, so keep your mouth shut. You know? Sometimes we've got to take a stand and say enough is enough. Because people will just keep attacking those beings of pure love. And I tell you, my mum has the purest heart of gold. I've never seen someone who loves so purely. And I've never seen someone go through so much hardship. And I've been blessed the last few weeks we've been working together on healing our ancestral lineage. We came into union as one and we've worked on clearing our female shit. Where this has all come to the light. Seeing the patterns, the low self-esteem, receiving people's judgments and projections and sitting in shame. Receiving the blame and awe. I'm finally coming to a piece where we think done now there's no more and I just feel like everything I did ultimately was to save myself <laughs> and if you don't see that in me it's not my problem I've been fighting for seven years now to save me I fought till the, literally every single day from my life I fought for me I never gave up on myself when the hospitals would not give me the support I needed. I sought another way. When the marriage gave up, I found myself. You know, when life turned me away, I just found somewhere else to go. I just turned closer to, right, what do I need to do now? And I spent my whole life waiting for people to fight for me like I was worth fighting for. And I fought for my fucking self I stopped waiting because nobody's coming I realised that a long time ago when I was fighting for my life in that hospital I realised no one had my back I was alone in this world and you can either sit and cry about it or get the fuck up and fight and I did I may have moments of pity party I may have moments where I'm at rock bottom I may have moments where I'm a shitstorm listen to my podcast but at the core of it, I'm the woman who chose to save herself. Because nobody else is coming to save you. As shit as it is. Because everybody has their own adversity. It's not because you're bad. It's not because life doesn't love you. All these labels are stories we make up that aren't true. And that was my greatest lesson for all of this. I was feeling so sorry for myself. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? People have their own shit. <laughs> like... It's no one's responsibility. And I think we're very heavily conditioned that we're kind of each other's responsibility rather than our own. And 
don't get me wrong, there's points in my journey where I have to lie down and I have to say, I can't fight. I need you to hold me because I can't do this anymore. There's points where I've had to surrender and let people just allow me to be held. I remember going to a shaman a few years ago and she had a similar path to me. And she laid me down on the floor and I just screeched. And I just roared out every part of pain that was locked in my being, in my soul. But then I got up and I moved on. And I just feel like, how have I not seen me in all these years? How did I not see myself? Because I was too busy listening to the voices outside of me to listen to the truth within me. I was too busy being drowned by that which wasn't the truth. And I'm not better than anyone. I'm not even better than the shit humans who treat me like shit. I'm not above them. I'm not anything. I just am. I'm nothing to do with them. They're not my journey. My only responsibility is my own. Their lives are their own. Their karma is in God's hand, not mine. I take no responsibility for no one. Not even my clients. Their responsibility is their own. The one person I have my number one priority with is self. And those who choose to walk with me and support me and love me and prove to me that they're worthy of being in my life. And that's very few people, I tell you that. <laughs> and it's getting smaller. But I'm getting bigger. My spirit, my soul expands. The less shit I tolerate. <laughs> And it's all part of us growing into who we're meant to be. I have grown and seen, oh my gosh, so much expansion within myself. And I am just so proud. And I don't care that it was a shit show. I don't care. I don't have to explain myself to anybody, nor do you. Your journey is your own. So I really hope if you're listening to this, you know how valuable you are how much you're loved. I hope you realise your truth and that you don't believe in lies, illusions, deceit. I hope you don't settle for less than what you deserve. And I hope that you choose to be the change because maybe you're not. And that's okay. Because once upon a time, I wasn't proud of the person I was. But I had to learn and understand. I was acting from the space of pain. I was wounded. Conditioned. I wasn't connected to source. So I had to acknowledge I needed to do better and be better while also forgiving that version of who I was. Because sometimes we're not worthy of better until we do better. And that's okay too. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, come and join us at www.thetraumasanctuary.com. Let us help you be the change. And before you go, I have one more gift. If you deeply related to this and you feel this just felt aligned in your soul, you can utilize this sacred tool available in the truth of trauma, Be the Light. So just sit in a beautiful sacred space. Imagine the light that you are. Fill up your heart with love, 
and just calling the souls who've made you feel less than, who've projected onto you, shunned you, shamed you, and release it into the light. As you dissolve it within them, you dissolve it within yourself. And just keep expanding this light around these beings. And as you dissolve it within yourself, you dissolve it within them. Because we cannot change how people act outside of us, but we can choose to be the change within us.